0: hi everyone and welcome to episode 38 of the two sporting muppets my name is greg and i'm here as always with my co-host gray how are you this week
1: hello greg Uh, look a a little bit sorrowful after origin last night a little bit disappointing reasonable game and a disappointing result for new south wales but but not, not an uncommon one
0: no but as a new south wales supporter it was a bit hard to watch but as we said just before we started recording for some whatever reason Disappointing, but not surprising. And I, I know we'll spend a little bit of chatting about it and dissecting it just a little bit with our opinion, which is worth absolutely nothing. But we'll spend time chatting about it anyway.
1: Right. Why? Because we can. So we, yeah. So sports, Greg, we'll slightly shorter the podcast, I think, tonight. We'll talk about the origin and a bit of the NRL coming up and obviously NBA, the end of the, you know, getting close to, well, the finals are about, the final series about to start. And, and it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be complete without either one of our two teams having some sort of shit show going on, and it's your turn.
0: Yep. I, as I just said to you just before we started recording, you must be really pleased with the Dragons. They're keeping the Tigers off the headline of the back page, and the Dragons have very happily taken their spot in the last week. So we'll have a bit of a chat about some of that circus, and I've got no better word for it than a circus going on at the Dragons HQ at the moment.
1: Sounds like a plan. All right. So if you're happy, we'll we'll start with Origin. So last night, State of Origin won this year over in Adelaide, over in the city of churches. So look, if this final score was 26, Maroons 26, New South Wales Blues 18. Now, a few double try scorers for Maroons. The Hammer, Hammer Sotobo Fado, scored two tries, seventh and 73rd minutes. Selwyn Cobbo scored a double in the 10th and 56th minute. Cameron Munster, scored in the 76-minute and three out of five conversions for Valentine Holmes. Now, New South Wales, for their 18 points, tries to Liam Martin, Appy Corussell and Stephen Crichton with three from three attempts from Nathan Cleary. Um, There was one sin bin in the match, Thomas Fegler, in the 68-minute, which that could have been very decisive. And the crowd was about 40, I haven't got the exact figure, but it was about 48,000 right what it what were your thoughts on the game greg
0: it was a really good game i enjoyed watching it i don't think it had the intensity or of, that often the first origin of a series has in recent years so not that it was flat or anything like that it just didn't seem to have that real high intensity that those first 10 minutes of those games often have there were a lot of penalties early on for an origin game and i don't know if that impacted it at all i'm not saying the referee did a bad job i just for whatever reason, there was a lot more penalties than are often in Origin games. And I think that's worth noting because that did affect the flow of the game a little bit. But I thought it was a good game, good crowd. I, I, I thought the Adelaide crowd were good. You know, you had the New South Wales chant going there for a while, but then you heard the Queensland chant going as well. And you could hear that through the TV on both occasions quite clearly. So there's a lot of... So I think the fans were engaged, even though it was in you know a very traditional AFL venue and city. But I think, you know, it seemed to have it sounded like on the TV it had decent atmosphere. It was a good sized crowd. So but yeah, not dull, just not quite the energy and intensity that Origin often has.
1: I'm I'm with you hundred percent there, there Greg. Like I said, I totally agree it was a good game. It was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, but just like just like that little bit of origin spice. Not 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 spice, but just that intensity, as you said. You know, just that speed and the penalties as you mentioned didn't help it slowed the game down because normally the whistle gets put away and the balls you know the ball hardly goes out of play and it's war- it's a a real war of attrition but it wasn't it was like that a little bit in the second half but it certainly wasn't like that in the first half was it
0: no no not at all and as i said i i i don't think the referee i can't which referee it was but i don't think it was a bad job like as i said i can't even think of the guy's name so it, Ashley Klein it was. Thank you. It was Ashley Klein. So I don't think it was that impactful in, in that he became the focus, but it did affect the flow. And as you said, it gave a lot of those players a breather while the penalty took place or the review took place that often they wouldn't have. So it did slow it down. I think, as we said, took some of that intensity out of the game.
1: Yeah. Look, I, I'm not quite as glowing. I, I thought he had a fairly ordinary game myself. Okay. But no howlers. No howlers, just... Yeah, blew the whistle a little bit. Gun, ha- gun happy with the whistle, I thought early on. But New South Wales, you know, gave away some poor penalties as well. So the first twenty minutes, Queens—it looked like Queensland. How far, really, didn't it?
0: Yeah, Queensland. they were dominant to start with. New South New South was pretty ordinary to start with, and and Queensland took every advantage they had. The the few advantage, the few opportunities Queensland had. I- Close to their line, they tended to score. Well, New South Wales had a lot of the ball but couldn't score. They didn't seem to know what to do when they got close to the line. Didn't seem to have many options in that early part of the game.
1: Yeah, no, they all camped down Queensland's line for quite some time and, yeah, just could not could not get over the over the line. Look, Queen, But then once momentum did turn, Queensland, yeah, they, they looked out of sorts for quite a, a fair bit of the game after that first 20 minutes. You know, New South Wales, like I said, got in front. Like they played, they didn't panic scored close to half time. I, I forget what the score was at the half time, but it was close. I think it was 10-6. 10-6, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then New South Wales, because New South Wales came back, didn't they, and New South Wales hit the lead? Yes. With, with about nine minutes to go?
0: Yeah, maybe a bit more than that, but roughly, give or take, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it, and it looked like, okay, New South Wales would manage the game and, and get a, go away with it. But as Queensland always do in origin, they don't they don't panic. They have faith in them, each other and um, Cameron Munster, you know, who had a fairly ordinary game, didn't he, really, until before that?
0: For his standards, for, for what he would consider his standards at origin, probably considers a bit ordinary. It wasn't a bad game by any stretch and, and very influential right at the end. But, yeah, you're probably right. By his, what he, where he would rate himself, probably thought it was a bit, bit average, a bit
1: ordinary. Yeah, but late, you know, about 10 to go, whatever it was, yeah. But drifted across field. Well, it was actually not long after Nico Hines came on and was in the centers and they sort of went out that way sucked look they sucked Adokar in. Not that not that it was his fault but got him in and then fired it out to the Hammer who and Adokar just couldn't quite get across in time. And you know Adokar beat beat, beat Tedesco and scored. And then that last try at the end where <laughs> Lindsay Collins who I've just who I've just hung crap on the whole last two weeks. And look and as a prop forward yeah he he still wasn't great, I didn't think, but out-jumped his Roosters teammate and, and then threw a nice pass to Munster to, to seal it.
0: Beautiful offload to Munster to finish off. Yeah. It, it was a good take against Tedesco on that kick. He took that beautifully over Tedesco.
1: It was, it was a funny game in that New South Wales were very clunky. They, they, they weren't that sharp. They weren't, you know, a well-oiled machine. They didn't seem to play like that, but yet very nearly won the game
0: they were certainly well it's funny you say that they were competitive until the last 10 minutes which we ironically is when queensland lost their player to the sin bin which i'm sure we'll talk about in a minute i never felt like new south Wales was going to win even though they got in front they looked like they were calm i just never felt like they were going to run away with it or hold on to win the game i don't know why they were just maybe it was you said they just looked a bit clunky
1: yeah clunky and they just and also, game plan. I, I'm not sure what the game plan was, but they didn't seem to really. I don't know what you thought, whether they actually had one. It was just like ruck it up and see what happened.
0: Yeah, it, it, was, it was. It was down the middle to get close to the
1: line and then put Cleary up, put Cleary kicks. That was it. There was not many other options. Uh, look, that, you know, there were some occasions, like um, the try, Liam Martin's try was a good try. Wyatt, you White know, threw that lovely ball. yeah, you the know, the Penrith, Penrith connection. But overall, the first 10, 15 minutes, New South Wales played like they hadn't only, only just met each other. They were so, the ball was going to ground, you know, backline movements, but passes behind the player. It was. A lot of errors
0: in that first 10 to 15 minutes, particularly. Lots and lots of errors. And I, I think, you know, I think the score was a bit flattering to New South Wales because, in, in all honesty, and this is a with a, a proud and heartfelt New South Wales follower. That happy Apicorosal try in any other game would have been a knock on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. No, it, it was very fortunate. Try, a little bit unlucky. I, in any other game, I'm sure Frizzell's try would have been given.
0: That was, the, yeah, see, okay, so I agree with you. One could balance the other out because I think Frizzell could have easily been awarded that try and that would have been quite acceptable. So, yeah, take one, yeah, give one and lose one. I, I, I can accept that.
1: Yeah, but a very scrappy try. Yeah. Only one of New South Wales tries, you'd say, yeah, that was a nice bit of play. You know, but that doesn't, not that, that matters. You only need to score in any game of footy, get across the line. But yeah, it was a little bit, old. yeah, just not smooth or efficient. Now, as always, the the media and the and the fan base gets stuck right into it. Look, I had a look at some player ratings overall. Look, the halves were solid, not being outstanding. Look, look Cleary... Cleary, he's not the sort of player, is he, that can pull something out of his ass like like Munster does. He's a really good game manager, good defensive player, leads the team around. But if you need spark, that sort of X factor. He's
0: not spontaneous, creatively, spontaneous creative. Like nothing will. He'll follow the game plan and do it really well. As you said, lead them around the park. But he's not going to pull something out
1: that's spontaneous and unexpected. Bit of brilliance. Happy Coruscal just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't seem to, it just didn't seem to sort of click. Get up with the forwards, bring on onto the ball, that sort of thing. Now, this is a big call, Greg. And I, on the well, like I personally don't think there'll be too many changes for the next game. Although, you know, of course, a lot of people baying for blood as New South Wales supporters always do. But I do think this will be Teddy's last series. Do you think he was that bad? Uh, no, no, he wasn't that bad. But he's just not the Teddy of old.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely not. But there's other players. I think. I'd question before him being his last series based on last night.
1: Yeah, not that, but it's just getting to the stage. Like you said, he wasn't bad, but it's getting to the stage now where he's the third or fourth best fullback in the state. Not, not the first. You know, like that sort of strength game that he plays. Now he's not he's not beating players like he used to. You know, he tries his guts out, but it's starting to be detrimental rather than, you know what I mean, than an advantage. Early on he didn't throw it to Adakar, who was unmarked. He probably would have scored and yeah, just killing the play a bit. Like I said, I'm the world's one of the world's biggest Teddy fans. But yeah, I just you know, I just think, yeah, time's starting to catch up with him. Look, the selections, as we discussed last week, Penjai Jr., that that turned into the Barkle every round four that would be. Yeah, that
0: didn't work at all.
1: You know, he gave and gave, gave away a stupid penalty and and did bugger all. Look, I thought Tyson Frizzell played a good game. He he did some good things.
0: I agree with you. Yeah, I think for the, you know, he's the experience, oldest player on the, of for New South Wales, I think the oldest player on the field. But he held his own. I think, he was, I think he was the best forward for New South Wales, actually. He was my pick yeah, of their forwards.
1: No yeah, look, the front rowers trundled up, but, you know, weren't weren't outstanding. I thought Cameron Murray, they didn't bring him on early enough. I, I totally agree. I thought he, yeah, good leg speed when he got on, you know, can be reasonably creative with his footwork. Yeah. But a little bit late. Look, Nico Hines wasn't wasn't another waste of.
0: I'm glad you raised it because if you didn't get there, I was going to how how he could only come on. We just talked about how clear he's not that spontaneous, creative footballer. That's exactly what Nico Hines is in my mind. Not only exceptional talent, but can create just that possibility of creating something from nothing. Yep. And how I know what they're doing with positions, but. He came on for the last 11 minutes. That's all. Yes. And for the player who's possibly, if not the best in the competition at the moment, in the top five in the competition at the moment players.
1: It doesn't make sense, does it? And saying,
0: oh. Not to me. And I know, I look, I'm an outsider and just a useless opinion, but no. I don't.
1: I, that didn't make any sense to me at all. No. And to leave him on, you know, sitting on the pine for 69 minutes and not, you know, if you're going to have him in the team, he's got to, he's got to play a the immigrant role.
0: And then he only came on when Turbo went off with the HIA. So I wonder, was he going to come on? Was he going to come on at all?
1: Well, maybe not, because he, he was going to come on at Hooker once. They that was the rumor before, but they decided that Appy Corusel was playing well enough to to keep going. So and 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 to say, okay, Luai wasn't bad at all, but to say, all oh, the combinations, well, they've lost again. And it's t- and when you take a step back and look at look at it, you're picking a bloke who's not as good as the best player in the game, who you're sitting on the bench. It just doesn't add up.
0: Based on this fantasy notion of a combination.
1: Yes. And you're right. Fantasy notion is a good, a good phrase for it because it certainly wasn't there last night, I didn't think.
0: Nothing stood out, did it? And as you said, again, with that combination, they lost.
1: That's right. Yet again. So, no. Nah, they've got a, a – Freddie, look, Freddie's obviously coaching for his career. He'll be he'll be gone if they don't, if they don't win this series and – you know, going up there, going up to Brisbane, one nil down, is gonna be a really, really tough ask. Um look, I thought we paid the penalty for picking Turbo, one good game he was in. Car looked really he looked like he was lacking lacking match fitness to me and never saw the ball anyway, they never seen the throw it to him. Um Crichton was solid. I thought Crichton was pretty good. Um, but who's gonna who who's gonna miss out for when Luttrell comes back? Well I think
0: trevojevic i said as you said was playing out of position and didn't look great and i think i think Crichton was okay so i'd although he was the replacement for mitchell i think i'd keep Crichton and put mitchell at the or they'd be the two centers and i totally agree with what you said about Ado car didn't look didn't look up for it now whether that's age injury match fitness i'm not sure but nah he's done as far as i'm concerned
1: yeah no it just no it didn't work look if they want to play Turbo or well, maybe Turbo will sort in on the wing with a with a roving commission.
0: Yeah, and I'd be happy. I think I'd feel better about that. I think I think Josh Adakar's day is done. And if they want to keep Turbo, put him on the wing and bring Luttrell into the centres and keep Crichton at the other center.
1: Yeah, look, and Latrell certainly will make a difference, won't he? I think when he when he comes I in. I think so.
0: Again, he's that spark, he's a bit creative, he's a bit a bit unpredictable, but in a good
1: way. Yes. Yeah, like you said, and it gets him involved in the game in the centres. You know, at fullback, he tends to drift in and out, whereas centres, it's you know, has, has to do a lot more defensive work, sort of gets him gets him involved.
0: And, and personally, if it was me, and obviously it's not me because I know nothing, I'd have Nico Hines in the run-on side. Definitely, yeah, so would I. Definitely. I'd make that change and have Hines in the run-on side.
1: Yeah, I'd play it. Yeah, I'll have him at 5'8". You know, as we know these days, they... Not always, but they tend to play left and right. So, you know, Cleary would probably do the right. That's where he tends to play. Nico would run the left the ret- and, you know, they'd combine occasionally when they needed to. Yeah, that's all I think has to happen personally. Yeah, but Queensland, they actually played as well. So they, look, obviously we mentioned Munster, just very Queensland-like performance, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was. Look, the standout for me for them, for a couple of reasons, was Reese Walsh at fullback. I thought he was absolutely brilliant for a guy playing, his young kid playing his very first Origin game. I thought he was outstanding.
1: Well, it's almost a case of Kalen, P- who, isn't it?
0: Well, he's certainly not going to come back in the team after that performance.
1: No, it, it was, yeah, Rolf was really good. Obviously, the Hammer scoring two tries. Oh, look, Murray Talagi, he's two absolute try-saving performances. Typical, I hate that phrase, but Origin, Origin plays. As I say, look, the halves did their job. Cherry Evans just leads them around the park. Carrigan, solid. Reuben Cotter was fantastic. You know, they're just workers. They just worked really hard, didn't they? Look, Harry Grant had his moments when he came on. Ben Hunt.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a Harry Grant fan, but he wasn't as good last night as he often is. I thought he'd be like months. They probably would be disappointed in his own performance. And I'm a huge Harry Grant fan as a player. I thought Ruben Cotter was excellent on the other wing. He scored that really good try that kept his feet in and slid down the sideline.
1: Oh, Selwyn Cobber, yeah. Sel, sorry, Selwyn
0: Cobber, yeah. He was he was really
1: good. My hey, how good was that play? Yeah, That's that was right. very good. Um, and look, just did their job. None of them, you know, none of the Queenslanders I thought played really bad. I think I don't think they'll be making any changes for the next game. I couldn't imagine. Um, any, although, a, apart from obviously injury. Tom Gilbert, yeah, yeah, Tom Gilbert. That was funny, wasn't it? They said, Tom Gilbert, tough as they come, he won't be going off. Oh, he's off.
0: <laughs> oh, he has yeah, a shoulder, wasn't it? Shoulder or?
1: I'll disagree, yeah, I'd disagree, So who, who, who wouldn't be off? Um, a bit of a debacle, wasn't it? Because he went off over the other side and then was standing back on the field when. Um, What's his name? Ran on.
0: Replaced- New South Wales actually got a penalty for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did for having 14 on. Yeah, that was a little bit, little bit of miscommunication there. But it wouldn't be, wouldn't be origin without those sort of things.
0: What did you think about the sin bin, honestly?
1: Honestly, I thought it was a joke.
0: Yeah, look, as you know, and I've said on this pod, I'm a huge advocate for the rules being changed and looking after players and head injuries. That was just one of those incidents in a physical game that he shouldn't have been sin binned. Shouldn't have been a penalty. I don't think that was even – in that particular instance – and I've been very vocal on this podcast with you, you know, around my belief the rules need to change and they need to be more strict. But that one was just one of those really unfortunate incidents.
1: It was. No, totally, totally um, unwarranted. Yeah, you know, as you said, maybe not a penalty and definitely not a sin bin.
0: Yeah. And that, that all said, that's when Queensland scored two tries when he was off. So it had no impact on them.
1: That's right. You know, so when you think, oh, here they're going to really struggle, they <laughs> do the opposite, as, as Queensland tend to do. Just remarkable, really.
0: So, as you said, I don't see them, apart from injury, making any changes at all to their team. They, nor should they. They all played really well. I, I, there won't be a lot, but I think New South Wales has to make some changes. It's, it's you know, if they, they go, they've got to go to Suncorp and win. Otherwise, they, another series is lost. So, they've got to do something different.
1: That's right. Rather than, than just say, "Oh, you know, everything's sweet." Like, well, TPJ is gone, as as you said. I think um Carr has to be on the chopping block. So I, I don't think Turbo will play.
0: And I don't know. I don't think it'll change, but I'd be tempted to bring Cook back in for Coruscant or go back to the two, go back to the two hookers and interchange them like they did
1: previously. Perhaps yes, because. Yeah, it just creates. Yeah, because you need that spark, don't you? And and, and what,
0: didn't do anything bad. Like he didn't make any mistakes. He did score that try, luckily, but he didn't do anything really good either. He wasn't a real spark either. He was a bit of a he was a bit of a non-event for me.
1: Yeah, look, and Grant was a little bit behind, off his best, but it creates that spark when he comes on, doesn't it? Yeah. So whether it's something they look at,
0: and I know we just touched on, I'd I'd be dropping Luai for Hines. I don't think they will. I I don't think they'll be brave enough to do it, but. I think Hines should have a spot in the halves in that run on side, the way he's playing at club level consistently. Yeah, so do
1: I. You know, and you can talk about Louai this and that. At the end of the day, they've lost. And they lost the last series with him and they lost again yep, last night. So it's time as you said, it's time to get the best player in the game. In the game. Yeah, I think so. No, it's a it's a it's a no brainer. Um we mentioned the forwards, yeah, barring injury. Yeah, you know, they might tweak with things a little bit. I think Cameron Murray needs to start. I agree. Oh, yeah, you know, he's fantastic. Um, in terms of, like you said, TBJ, who will they bring in for him? I, I don't think they can um, – I don't think it matters who they bring in because whoever they bring in will be better. Well, he wasn't great. As far as I'm concerned. And as you
0: said, he made a couple of errors, a couple of significant errors uh, early on, and he wasn't great when he was on.
1: Uh, no, he was offered off very little, I thought. Just, yeah, fairly, fairly ordinary performance. So, uh, well, they rolled the dice and it, it didn't didn't come out trumps.
0: No. So, look, I think I think there will have to be some changes to New South Wales, otherwise, they're just going to get more of the same in front of Queensland's home crowd, which won't end well, I'm sure.
1: No, probably not. Look, they can play better, and I and I am a bit, a big believer. Looking at those two teams, our New South Wales best is probably a fractionally better than Queensland's best in theory, but you got to perform. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one thing to say it, but you it, you actually got to get go out there and do it. And New South Wales were way, way, way below par, I thought. So yeah, they've got to do it in the cauldron, the cauldron of you know in Brisbane at some corp, and somehow, as I remember, Peter Sterling used to find this say this a bit. New South Wales, they just need to find a way. No excuses, just find a way to win. Doesn't matter how you do it. Just find a way. Yeah.
0: They just don't seem to be made that way. And I don't know what it is, but the Queensland team have that, well, let's find a way. As I said, 10 minutes to go, New South Wales is in front, Queensland play gets in and that's when they actually get better and, and take the lead and score two tries. I just don't see New South Wales ever doing that.
1: And they're very common for them to do that. Yeah, well, I was having a chat today uh, with, with my mate. With our mate Jason, and he was saying, it yeah, just mongrel. New South Wales just slack that mongrel. They don't seem to care as much. Yeah, you know, they make a bad error. And so, sort of, but yeah, just for whatever reason, just don't. I I am a believer in, you know, that I saw a meme today going around with Bart Simpson saying, Repeat after me. New South Wales do not just don't get origin. And at this stage, I think it's still the case.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. It's a. There's something lacking, a culture piece that's lacking when they make that team up. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, I I wonder though, is it is it something lacking, or Queensland? And apologies to our Queensland friends, but I am a believer. Part of the Queensland passion and and that is their inferiority complex (laughs) that Queenslanders have. Possibly, yeah. So therefore, they go above and beyond in terms of it's means so much for them. Whereas we're a little bit laid back, and because um, yeah, if when they lose a series, Queensland up there, they think about it all year. Doesn't matter with us. We win or lose, we really forget about it once it's done.
0: Once the third game's over, next morning, yeah, by lunchtime it's done.
1: Yep. It's it's done. Yeah, you know, the only time you bring it up is if you, when you're in Queensland or if you know any Queenslanders that you run into. That's true. I don't know whether that's part of it, but anyway, look, it's not over yet. Two more games to go, but there needs to be a very big big turnaround when's the next
0: one three weeks two weeks three weeks three, three weeks, weeks time,
1: time. three, weeks, yeah, three from. weeks so yeah so i'll be interesting to see what team they announce look injuries will come into it a little bit as well and yeah just see what what team new south wales roll out and hopefully hopefully a lot a lot better performance
0: can only cross our fingers as i said it's it's now do or die because they lose the next one and the series is over for another year so they really have to go with the right mindset and think you know see how they go but something's got to change in three weeks' time, we'll have to, have to see what that looks like.
1: We will. We will indeed. All right. So we'll leave Origin there, Greg. And look, there was only a, we went, it was only a split, sort of split, not split round, but the buy round last week. It was, I don't know. It's very painful to watch, isn't it?
0: Very. I agree. Very painful. With all the players missing, half the games,
1: it was, it was difficult. Fortunately, there's only a couple, couple more of those to go. So this round, we only have three teams with the bye. This week, we have tomorrow, and I am trekking out. A few of us are trekking out to watch the Mighty Tigers. But, okay, so we have the Tigers versus the Raiders at Cameltown, 8 o'clock tomorrow. Look, Tigers are $2.10, 10 seventy four. the Raiders. What are your thoughts on this, mate? Tigers could
0: get that one at home in Cameltown.
1: It's one they could pick up. Who knows? They could. Mate, yes, but Tigers and expectation, we lots of don't handle it well, but we will see. Um, th- three o'clock Saturday. We ha- we have the Dolphins, Dolphins, and I can't. Mate, I'm not having a look at Fox Sports website, and because they obviously don't have the the rights to the actual proper signage for each club. Yes, they do their own. Yes, and I can't, and they're very hard to work out which teams, bloody which. So, hang on, hang on. I'll press on it. Whether that will help? Um, yeah, Dolphins are playing someone. New Zealand Warriors, yeah, Warriors. Well, it might be, yeah. So that's three o'clock. So look, Warriors are heavily favourite. That's
0: a Warriors home Jesus. game.
1: It's a home game. Um, yeah, but geez, dollar forty the win, three bucks a win for the for the Dolphins. Jesus, surprising. I don't know about that one.
0: I think I'll go. I love the Dolphins, as you know, I'm quite they're my second team. Yeah, but so I, I think I think I'll go with the Warriors at home.
1: Yeah, well, they have to turn it around, didn't they? They yeah. had the home game last week and put it yeah. in a shocker. And got,
0: got, yeah, All right. very poor.
1: I'll go the Dolphins. I'll go the Finns. Um, we have the Gold 5.30. We have the Gold Coast and South Sydney.
0: Gold Coast home game to South Sydney bounce back. They got beat last round as well, so have to see how they go. Gold Coast, you just never know what you're going to get. You really have no idea who's going to turn up.
1: No, no you don't. Look, they're playing $3.10.
0: They're a bit like following the Warriors in my mind. You just never know which Gold Coast is going to turn up.
1: No, you don't. You don't. You are, um yes, if you're a betting person, you would say well clear of them. Put it that way. I think I'll go souths.
0: I think bunnies will bounce back.
1: Yeah, I'll go the bunnies. Yeah, I'm going to go souths. Right, we have probably Saturday night game. We have the Sharkies versus the Broncos.
0: I th- I'm going to go the Sharks at home.
1: Yep, the Sharkies.
0: Yeah, I like the way they go. I like the way they go around their business about their business. I think they're good. I like the Sharks since home game on a Saturday night. I think that'll suit them. So yeah, I'll go the Sharkies.
1: And they're definitely paying their odds are as if they're they're heavily favored, dollar fifty. Okay, then we've got on Sunday, we've got the Roosters, the two o'clock game. Roosters versus the Bulldogs. And okay, that's a Roosters home game.
0: Yeah, but it's at it's not at home, it's somewhere else. They must be going to the country or something.
1: Okay, they're going oh yeah. Um what is it? Industry group, group Stadium.
0: St- I don't have no idea where that is. Do you have any I idea have no where idea industry either. group stadium is? No.
1: No, anyway. I do not.
0: It must be one of those home games they take away. Chiefs, um, yep. the Roosters are pretty ordinary lately, yep. but Canterbury are as well, so it's a bit of a toss of a coin for me. Roosters, I think.
1: Are the Roosters? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll favour the Roosters. Look, the, the, um, the odds are certainly $1.32 for the Roosters, so they, they don't see Canterbury forcing an upset. Um, second last game, uh, because there's actually three games on Sunday because of you know, there's no game tonight on Thursday apart from the women's origin. So we've got the Cowboys. This is up in Townsville. Cowboys versus the Storm.
0: I'm gonna go the Cowboys in an upset only because they got smashed by your Tigers a couple of weeks ago. And I just think they'll be so embarrassed about the way they played that they'll in front of their home crowd, I think they'll bounce back.
1: Yeah, well they have to, don't they? And you think maybe an origin hangover with a couple of, I know Melbourne don't provide as many origin plays as they used to, but yeah, maybe I'm gonna go the Cowboys too. They need to fire up. Yeah, I think the Cowboys. And just before um, we, um, Gosford Industry Group Stadium, oh, the Roosters game, Central Games. Coast Stadium, Central okay. Coast Stadium. Yep, yep, yep. And finally, six fifteen game. This one, we have the Penrith Panthers versus your boys, the Dragons,
0: the St George Cl- Laughing Clowns.
1: The Laughing Clowns. Yeah. So, dollar eighteen, the Panthers are paying four dollars eighty, the Dragons. Can you see an upset, Greg?
0: No. The Dragons are in an absolute <laughs> world of pain and nothing's going to get better in the short term. Up there at Penrith, Panthers will do it comfortably against them. It'll be a, a walkover.
1: I think so as well. So what are your thoughts on you know, all the talk? Jason Ryles will announce he's signing the next day or so, blah, 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 four or five-year deal. And then you get a, a, play, a bloke who played 200 games for them and that has said, yeah, no, I don't think so.
0: Look, I think... They obviously wanted Ryles. Ryles was clearly the, the, who they wanted. He was clearly interested for a while, but I think it just shows him and his management where they thought the club was actually at and where they could get to in the four years they offered him, and he wasn't interested in being a part of it. And I think that says a lot about the way the club is run at the moment.
1: It does, doesn't it? it and I wonder, too, if part of that was he realised that he wouldn't get the autonomy that he needed, perhaps. I'm not saying that's the case, but that might have came into it. Quite fact, possibly. As you said, they just got no real direction. Look, you'd like to think he didn't use it as a ploy to manage it, his management to to get them, because he's going to sign with Melbourne as an assistant, so which he's been before. So obviously he's going to take over from Bellamy. Well, I think they're the like remarking to take whenever Bellamy
0: does hang up the clipboard. It'll be Riles on a platter. He just saw that as a better option professionally, I guess. And really, can you blame him? When you look at the success Storm have had and the way the club's been run... For fifteen to twenty years, or oh, no, they had that bad pitch ten years compared to where the Dragons are being run right right now. You couldn't even compare them.
1: No, and particularly when he's a Dragons man and you know lives still lives in the Illawarra. I believe. Yeah, lives in
0: Wollongong. The family still lives in Wollongong.
1: Yeah, so they're moving yeah, the, the whole family in he's... Melbourne
0: again. So doesn't say a lot for doesn't say a lot for the Dragons. No, it, it does say where the Dragons
1: are at, doesn't it? And on the back of that, then they go and lose their major sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, and St George what, was it forty years or something? Yeah, some I don't are, know how long they've been with them. So it's not this
0: season. It's actually at the end of next season. They've they've the the agreed to sponsor them for one more year to give them a chance to find another major sponsor. But you'd think St George Banks, St George Illawarra Club, it's a match made in heaven in terms of commercial partnerships, and they don't even see a future there.
1: No, it, it, it's saying or something, isn't it? <laughs> someone someone has been for Seashell. I read it on somewhere, and the social media was saying. Maybe they could. They should merge the merge clubs. You could have the St George Illawarra Western Suburbs, Balmain Tigers. That could work. It'll still be a shit show. It would be an absolute <laughs> shit show. Yes. Uh, no. It's disappointing, isn't it? it, it it's very hard to.
0: It, it's hard to watch. You've certainly been there the last few years of the Tigers, and as a Dragons fan, it's it's very hard to watch at the moment. But you know, I, I guess all clubs have their moments, and this is the Dragons' down point. Hopefully, it improves. But. They've got, to, they've got to find a coach. With, they're still saying they want to announce within the next two weeks.
1: Okay, that quick, yep.
0: And I think they're down to Hornby and um, who's up at North Queensland? Mental blank. Oh, Dean Young. Dean Young. So I think from what I've read and understand is the two main candidates now are Ben Hornby, who's currently with Souths,
1: and Dean Young, who's up with
0: the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, look, you never know either, do you? Like literally a so-called you know media expert – yeah, you know, Riles was going to announce his thing this week, and he's gone. So, look, I hope this is not the case, Greg, but as we said before, whatever the worst decision they could make is is what they'll make. Probably. So the they'll probably
0: some third party that we've never heard of will get a job from England.
1: Yeah, from so England or Des Hasler or… Yes. M- Maguire. M- Maguire or even the uh, untouchable Trent Barrett. Who knows? But, uh, look, shouldn't take pleasure in this. At all, what's it called? Germans call it Schadenfreude, but it isn't. As a Tigers fan, it is enjoyable to watch. I can't blame
0: you for being enjoying it at the moment. It's terrible. It's just awful. Anyway, they can't get worse at the moment. As you said about the Tigers, they can't get worse. They've got to go up, and I think the Tigers are proving that at the moment. So hopefully, Dragons learn from that and start doing some of the right things. But we'll have to see.
1: Yeah, and as you've said, Greg, every club goes through it at some stage, and or you need some some just worse than others. Yeah, and you just need to survive it. You know, end of the day, look at South. So a basket case for 20 years. That's true. And look at them now. Yeah, but but anyway. All right, Greg, we might leave the NRL there. Now just have a very quick look at hoops. Now, it has been decided the, what do they call it, the conference or the division finals?
0: Yeah, conference finals finally decided. So we knew the West, I think, last week because Denver beat the the Lakers. Lakers in straight four games out of seven. So they got four. So Denver has just been sitting back watching. The other side, the East Coast, couldn't have been more different. They had really tight, close series against Miami Heat and Boston Celtics. Heat won the first three games and they thought, oh, here we go. This will be a romp as well. And then Celtics came back and won the next three games to make it three games all. And the seventh game was to be in Boston. So all of a sudden the tables turned and all the pundits thought, oh, here we go. Boston's going to create history here and come back from three games down and and win it and, and go to the finals. But it couldn't have been further from the truth. The Game 7 in Boston, but Miami just from the get-go were all over it. They just were phenomenal. Boston were flat. Players, oh, they were just awful. They were just awful in every sense. So, well done to Miami for winning that seventh game in, in Boston, in front of the Boston crowd. They now go on to face Denver in the you know, the World Series, as we laughed about last week. But, yeah, the NBA Finals is now... Denver v Miami and game one is actually tomorrow. Tomorrow morning our time. Ten thirty to tomorrow morning. Our game is game our time is game one. So
1: straight into it. So will, but it was the get, sixth game, wasn't it? Sorry to interrupt. Oh yes, the sixth it was, game was the exciting one.
0: It was. So that was game six was in Miami, with Miami leading three games to two. So a win there in front of the home crowd would have got them into the finals. And Boston had it all in control. Then Miami came back and actually with, what did we decide? Three seconds to go, hit the lead. Boston call a timeout. They drop a play with three seconds on the clock. Ball's passed in. Can't think which player it was. Turns around, gets a a difficult three-pointer, misses. Somehow Derek White, who was the guy who passed the ball in, sneaks in, gets the rebound in the same motion to get the rebound, puts a two-pointer back up and scored. Now, they had to go back to see if he got it off before the clock ran out. Yes. And the yep. ball left his so – the, the rule is if the ball leaves your hands before the clock runs out, it counts. As it's long as the ball's left your hands. Yep. With He let go with 0.1 of a second to go, and it went in. So they won. What a – I mean, people laugh about basketball. We've had this joke where, you know, you may as well start with the last minute because that's where it all counts usually anyway. But it was one of those games where the whole game – seesawed and it was in the, the last three seconds decided the game
1: yeah it's amazing really wasn't it and to, and to do that play as you said millisecond ago and yeah just fear that it's just fear there isn't it it was great really fear.
0: exciting to watch even i don't support of those teams but it was a great game to watch the end of so yeah and then we went so well done to boston for pulling that out but then completely capitulated in front of the home crowd so a really disappointing end of the season for them because they were rated very highly considered you know one of the favorites and then Miami, who came from eighth place, had to come through the playing tournament to get to eighth. And then they knocked off the number one Milwaukee Bucks, knocked off New York Knicks, and now knocked off the number two Boston Celtics to get to the to the
1: final. So they've certainly done it the hard way. And who says they can't? Look, look I know Denver. I know you, your tip is Denver, and they're fancied, but you never know. No, Seven you never games, know. As you said, it's a th- long time. Is a long. You, you never series know. Series and- as said
0: injuries happen, things like that, but. Denver finished first in the West. They've had a few days off to, you know, those little niggles that all teams would have. Just that rest, as we've talked about a few times, Denver is at altitude. And I've heard a couple of podcasts last week, ex-players that have podcasts now, have commented that their altitude definitely has an impact and adjusting to it. So they've got home court advantage, so four of the seven games will be in, in Denver. So I think altitude and just, what my, just the physical nature of what Miami have had to do the last couple of last months to get to where they are we'll come back and hurt them i think so yeah i'm, I'm sticking with denver i think they will be the champions this year which would be great because denver have never won a title so will be if they do get
1: up it will be denver's very first title yeah which would which would be great for them it you know and the momentum with Miami probably lasts a game or two but you're right it'll hit they'll hit the wall at some stage
0: yeah look i i think it'll be i think it'll be four two four one or four two is my my tip what I think. I think Miami will get one of the games somewhere, I do. But I, I don't think they'll win it. So yeah, I think Denver four one or four two.
1: We will see about a week a bit after bit over a week's time. We'll, we'll have, have a know. guide
0: by this time Wednesday next week, which we'll record our next one. We'll certainly have I think three of the games, three or four of the games done by then. So we'll have a it'll either be over or we'll have a very clear picture of where it's going.
1: Oh, which is good. Great, great time for NBA fans. it's a good
0: time for hoop fans, the American hoop fans, yeah.
1: Yeah. Look, plenty happening, Greg about to happen. Obviously FA Cup final this weekend I think Champions League final the week after uh, Man City are in both of those. Formula One as we've alluded, as was commented on as you know keep, keeps rolling. the Test championship against India is next week I think around this time next week it starts the ashes not pretty soon after couple that a
0: couple of a week week or two after that isn't
1: it? Is it only a week? Yeah I think it's five it's all five or six weeks the ashes is in, like five test matches in a pretty short time which is uh fantastic for us cricket nuffies so yeah plenty plenty happening and of course the footy codes
0: wait wait, wait they'd be great weekends watch the football and then flick straight over to the cricket
1: yeah also the A league final i think is on saturday night as well
0: that's it. that's this weekend in sydney combat stadium
1: yeah so no, plenty, plenty happening in the round ball game but also also the the uh well a smaller round ball game a lever on Willow game so no, great to see
0: alright well I think as we said we might be a bit of a shorter one this week so that might get us to the end this week mate
1: I think we're done Fair very good. good
0: to chat as always thanks for the catch up thanks for the chat about having a bit dissecting in our own opinion which is as we've both said many times meaningless but dissecting state of origin but for those who listen thanks for your time again and whoever you follow on the weekend whatever sport you follow whoever team you follow hope you have a win
1: yes the win would be good if you don't have a win at least have a good have a Have fun. Well said. All right, mate. I will catch you next week. Okay, Greg. We'll see you then. Okay. Bye, everyone.